This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You asked the question, Paul, is it a banger? My answer to you is yes. Absolutely. That was the wonderful Ishan there with Cardboard Box Apartment. So beautiful. And who sat next to you? Good morning, Ishan. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. Thanks for having me. That track, congratulations. It is beautiful. Thank you very much. So let's talk about, the, I don't know, do we go track or do we go back? What's your backstory? So you've, you're, you've written something like 100 songs. Yeah, 130. There's, there's an Excel spreadsheet somewhere hiding with the, with the list. And can I ask how old you are? You don't have to Yeah, no, I'm, I'm 20. 20. Yeah. So age 20 and 130 songs in the can ready to go. Mm. I've got to ask the question as well. What was the inspiration for that? It's a beautiful song. The lyrics are so well structured and thought through. Um, yeah. How, where did it come from? Um, well, I wrote it. Uh, about a year ago when I was very much in love with my best friend at the time and I was just super excited about continuing to grow up together. So if you're playing along at home, the lyrics and and the film clip, which I love, I'll I'll describe it. Imagine those cardboard wardrobe moving boxes, so the big tall ones that you put your clothes in and it goes on the truck. You start off with one of those with like... This is in the music video. In the music video with a removalist company sort of signage and then throughout the song you paint it into like an apartment building Mm. and... Carry it around the streets <laughs> of Melbourne. A lot of strange looks. I, you knew where I was going with that. But yeah. also the lyrics are about, you know, I want to, parents don't want us to do it. We, I want to move in with you. And knowing that it was a true story now, you're just making me all, s- <laughs> so oh. you're not friends anymore? Uh, no, no. Um, and <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole EP that, that, that can get into that. So th- this, um, this first song mm. is, it's, it's the first song in a five song EP called The Cycle of Codependence. Um, and that that whole EP comes out tenth um, of November. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, this is the this is the start of the story, I guess. Oh, I need to hear all the other tracks so I can hear the story. Mm. Say so, where did where did you get into music? What inspired you to actually start writing songs? Um, so I've always I've always sung. I was always a, a mediocre guitar player, good enough to play the Ed Sheeran covers. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, four are chords. you saying that Ed isn't like? No, I never no, do no. that. Is he real basic? The dumbed down version of the Ed Sheeran chords. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm like really okay. saying something. Um, you can't get away with a career just on three chords, though. Oh, I'm 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 going to prove that. <laughs> um, but I only started writing when I was 15. Um, I was always a um, Always a big sport player, and until in year nine, I had a spinal surgery. So it's all fine, oh. all good. Google pause defect if you're a, a budding med student. Um, but I basically had eight months where there was no sport, and so I was bored out of my tiny little mind. And I think yeah. after playing the Ed Sheeran covers for, for long enough and realizing I, c- I couldn't hit the high notes, I was like, you know, I'm going to just write my own songs. Um, and yeah, I just one day randomly sat down to write one, and I, I just remember like it wasn't special, it wasn't amazing by any standard, but it was just good enough that I was like, whoa, that's weird, like that shouldn't have happened. And then my parents came home and they're like, whoa, that's cool. And then I was hooked, and the, and the rest is history. So you actually the process of writing you enjoy. It sounds like you enjoy. Oh yeah, that's the that's my bread and butter. That's that's what it gets me up in the morning. Would you write for other artists? Absolutely. So um, if yeah. Katy Perry, she's coming in after you this morning. <laughs> if she if she's looking for another firework or something, yes. you're up for it. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> 
And do you, do you write on the guitar? Do you use that as your main source of like yeah, yeah. musical inspiration? Yeah, absolutely. Um, start with um, guitar, and um, increasingly I've started using a loop station as well. So like my my live show now is I've got a loop pedal, a little drum pedal, so I kind of make the whole one person band. Um, but yeah, nine and a half times out of ten just starts with me on the guitar, mucking around, oh, wow. singing gibberish, and it's not really words, and it's not really a melody, and then all of a sudden, bang! There's a full on line and a melody, and then then we're away. Now I jumped on your so I did a bit of stalking on your socials and question for you when I on your Instagram profile you have like people have flags you've yes. got a lot of flags I got a lot of flags, flags. Yeah, us, absolutely so my my racial uh, background is is a bit of fun so mum is swiss german and spanish um oh. so she's uh, yeah her, her mum is from uh, Spain dad's from Switzerland so I am a Swiss Swiss citizen um, I used to have a Spanish passport as well um, I speak a little bit of Spanish and a fair bit of Swiss German oh wow um, which is fun and then do you know that's really difficult I've got friends who um, who are like high Swiss German speakers yeah it's a very very niche dialect it's it's, it's the most you should use- hang on to it it's the most useless language of all time I'm still <laughs> salty sorry about the mom fact. or grandparents I mean <laughs> of all the languages to carry I mean you know they speak Spanish they speak French and somehow the one that's really like really stayed in my brain is Swiss German that like four people and a dog speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but no, it's 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 good. I I I love it. Um, and then on Dad's side, so he's Indian Australian. So he was born here in Melbourne, but yep. his parents came from India. So that that's the the four flags. And I was born in Paris or just outside of Paris uh, in a so town called French Fontainebleau. Passport. Don't have a French passport. France is one of the few countries Did you where say Fontainebleau. Fontainebleau, yeah. I studied there. Right, uh, INSEAD. Yes, that's you where were probably studying at the same time when Isham was born. That's- <laughs> oh, you're yes. a rude man, Paul. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Oh. yeah, the forest, like NC had right against the yep. forest there. Yep, yep. So dad was studying there. That's where I was born. Wow. I'm surprised you know that. That's the first person I think I've met that actually knows what NCAD is. Really? They didn't go, oh, well, you went there. Okay, so you went there. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. studied there. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're NCAD International you're School. You're the yeah, first person school. I've met that I've in, in the wild that actually knows what that is. So there I you was go. there for two months, like yeah. a month and then came back, stayed, lived on campus for a month and then came back home and then went back a couple of months later. Mm. And anyway, it used, used to be very clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> used to be. Now, can we talk about your live performances? Because you, um, you've done some amazing busking work in Melbourne. Tell us, how do you, how do you actually get one of those coveted spots? Um, so the, the coveted spots come through a premium busking license, which allows you to busk on, um, in the Burke Street Mall. So that's outside the front of the GPO. So when you Ooh. see those clips of Tash Tina from four or five years ago with the little clam wallet thing where she's yeah. got 200 people standing around, you need, you need a special permit to busk there. Oh, so you can't, I couldn't just take my organ with me and then play with it in you the Burke Street Mall. I get could after 6 p.m. technically that's when the, that's uh, when the time free, ends. It's free, for, free all. for all how yes. do you get a premium busking license as opposed to a busking license um so you apply through the city of melbourne website um mm-hmm. you get an audition you do the hang on hang on three, well, stop, yeah. stop stop you've got to audition you have to audition yes what does sally cap and their ceo sit there like their x-factor and, and spin in their chairs or something <laughs> that would have been a lot more fun actually sally cap was there on the day of my audition i was, I was sort of um uh checking about this before, before the show but um because they were announced on the day of the audition, they were announcing um, that the council wasn't going to add more fees for the busking permit because you have to pay I think, like seventy bucks or something. And oh, they, wow. they were planning to up the price, but then they decided last minute we're not going to do that. So big win for buskers. And then there was a bit of a media ops. So Channel Nine News was there, oh. and I ended up serenading Sally Cap just like acoustically with my guitar oh. in the freezing cold in front of a Channel 9 news crew. I'm a little bit cut they didn't put it on because I thought it was very cute. Um, but I was playing my song Hello for her and that was, um, so yeah, so she wished me good luck about 20 minutes for the interview. But oh, she didn't wow. spin around in a chair. 
The, so Sally, Sally, Sally Cap is on Saturday Magazine this morning. We will definitely talk to Sally about it. I shall, I shall, ask, I shall ask Sally. Maybe. If she knows my name, I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You have to listen in. L- I will, I will. Linger at reception so that you just happen to, <laughs> as she's coming in, you could be walking out and just see, is there any recall whatsoever? Yeah, yeah. yeah very good. Hey, you said 70 bucks. Is that per gig or per year? Um, Per year. Per year. Yeah. Okay, and so you don't need to say how much, but is it is it worthwhile, like uh, commercially worthwhile, to busk in Burke Street? Oh, look, it d- definitely depends. Um, I mean, you know, when when I'm sitting there and I'm getting a hundred people standing around all clapping along <gasps> to these original songs, then absolutely. Yeah. But um, you know, that doesn't always happen, uh, and you know, depends what you're doing as well. Like if you're sitting there and playing guitar and just kind of noodling and playing guitar licks, obviously, like there are tons of talented musicians that are just doing instrumental stuff. Yeah. You know, you're probably not going to get as many massive crowds. So maybe in a single hour, you're not going to make as much money. So it, it's really, it uh, depends. I, I would say you got to go and try. Like the, yeah, okay. the barrier to entry to busking is so low, not mm. necessarily in Burke Street Mall where there's an audition and a, a license and a fee, but anywhere else in the city, you can just apply online, wait two weeks to get a approval and then just go busk. And I would wow. suggest do that. Do you have fantasies or not for dreams of being <laughs> not, not hey let me finish sorry, I, I had the yeah. rest of the show you guys talking about fanny ice cream <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about it do you have dreams to be like Tones and I from a success story like busking boom 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 and then all of a sudden millions and millions and millions of record sales well, I definitely have ambitions to be as big as Tones and I if not bigger Ooh. I mean you know um, in terms of how I get there uh, you know, if that's busking or if that's, you know, social media stuff going really well, it's probably a combination of all. Um, yeah, I, you know, I want to sell out stadiums. I want to have a massive audience globally yeah. that really enjoys what I'm doing and, and is connecting with my music. Oh, wow. Did you hear that, Paul? That, Isn't it nice to have ambitions, hey? To, but also to have runway. <laughs> And what I mean by run, you know, you've got some, you've got some decades ahead of you to go to to nail this. Mm. Ishan, we think you're right. You're a future superstar. And that song, like Cardboard Box Apartment, out now, released just yesterday, is going to be a a great launch song. The new EP's coming out on the 10th of November, and it's called The Cycle of Codependence. Um, Hey, we've got a message in. Before we say goodbye, we need to tell you about this message. Don't know who it's from, is that? But according to Instagram, Sally Cat follows you. Oh, oh, yes. Did you know that? All right. My career's done now. I've I've won the game. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, A big congratulations on the launch track. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. And you have to come back and play for us live. Next time, bring the guitar with you. I would love to. I'll I'll bring the cardboard box as well. Beautiful. Thank you. This is Ishan. Um, Thank you very much, Ishan. Best of luck. Thanks for listening to Another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.